Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Hello, my friends and fellow seekers, and welcome to episode 37 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we'll use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So, wow, what a week it has been. I hope you've been able to practice your loving attitude towards others. And if not, don't worry, I can guarantee you that you will have many more opportunities in the near future to do so. After all, our world will continue to be the drama-filled show that it is and never be boring. Anyway, I decided we needed to change things up a bit and move back into the area of professional development. A change of pace is needed. So this week's episode, I'm going to dive into the world of payroll. Now, before you roll your eyes and tune me out because you think I'm going to bore you to death with taxes and whatnot, you can stop right there. None of that will be happening. In fact, you will see how the world of payroll is often a perfect reflection of our world and certainly never boring. So the goal for this episode is to share with you some of the great lessons and empowering skills that I learned while being a payroll professional that you can apply to your life and profession as well. So for those of you who don't know, I've been a payroll professional for several years now. In fact, I still have my payroll certification. I have not been actively practicing it for the last year, but could easily jump back in tomorrow if I wanted to. So how did I get started in payroll? It's not like growing up I thought, wow, payroll is for me. Uh, Not even close. In fact, I'm going to go out on a short limb here and say that there are probably very few payroll professionals who ever thought that. I think payroll is one of those things you kind of stumble into. It's not a job most people want to do, and it gets handed to them, and they either love it or completely hate it. For me, the first payroll-related job I had came as a result of a full-charge bookkeeping job. Full-charge means that you handle everything bookkeeping-related, including payroll. Quite often, smaller companies are run this way. So that first job, I thought I was going to throw up with the first payroll that I had to run. Why? Because no one wants to screw up another person's pay. When you start thinking about what someone's paycheck means to them and how one thing wrong could mess up a lot of things for that employee, like not being able to pay bills on time, that is a huge amount of pressure and responsibility. Now that first job led me to working for an accounting firm as a full charge bookkeeper, but now with many clients. And because I now had experience with payroll, I was eventually handed their largest payroll client. Why? Because I was good at payroll. I had only been at the firm for about four months when they gave this job to me. What I realized from this job, though, was that I was a much better payroll professional than a bookkeeper and that I actually liked doing payroll. For me, it turned out to be a natural fit. And eventually, I made the move to just being a payroll professional and got my certification. So what was it that I loved about it? I think the biggest thing was that I knew how important it was to get a person's paycheck right and to ensure that the company's interests were being met at the same time. There's something so satisfying when you have completed a successful payroll, when at the end of the year, all your numbers have totaled out. But there's much more than that. 
Before I jump in with some of those things, I have to tell you that even though the rules of payroll are consistent from job to job, you know, like those pesky IRS things, and there are many rules, the way individual companies run their payrolls varies greatly. Each is unique, and that is based off the types of employees that they have and the structure of the company, not to mention the multitude of different payroll systems out there. The complexities of payroll can be overwhelming, especially when you work for a company that isn't always stable. Okay, so let's start with some of the empowering skills that the world of payroll has enhanced for me. First and foremost, organization. Even though I was never messy at any of my workplaces in the past, once I started doing payroll, that organization went into overdrive. At each payroll job that I've had, and there were several in a short time span, I did do a bit of job hopping for a while, I picked up new ways of doing things and added to my organizational process. So that by the time I started at my last job, where I was now working from home, I developed a system that was both flexible and consistent. It could accommodate the now more challenging aspects of not only working from home while watching my four-month-old grandson, but also doing international payroll, which involved a multitude of different time zones, 20 different payrolls in 10 different countries. Being organized at any job is super important, and the benefits transfer to any profession. Just to give you an example of what happens when you are not organized, I want to share a story with you. At one of my previous jobs, a colleague that I worked very closely with unexpectedly passed away. This person was in a pivotal role within the organization. She was in charge of HR and was in a standalone position just like mine, meaning that she was the only one in that role. Because she had been with the company for so long, she had a certain way of doing things that only she understood. I could piece together some things and knew where to find certain files, but it was very difficult and challenging to figure everything out that she did and how she did it. This was a huge lesson for everyone. It made people aware of the need to not only be organized, but to leave clear directions for others should someone else have to do their job. Look, no one is any bigger than a, at a company than the organization as a whole. And that's something everyone needs to keep in mind. So one benefit of being organized is that it absolutely saves you time, which is something that none of us can get enough of. You will not have to wonder where things are. For me, not knowing where things were wasn't an option. I couldn't tell an employee, hey, I lost your tax form. This in turn eliminates stress. I'm sure we've all had moments of panic when we couldn't find a phone number or instructions or important papers and the amount of stress that comes with that. No one likes that. And this spills over to your computer files as well. That was something I spent a lot of time on because when I started working from home, almost everything was digital. I had very few physical papers anymore and designing a system for organizing those files was key. One last benefit of being organized that I want to mention is that it helps you to meet your deadlines. When everything is at your fingertips and has a place, it just makes meeting those deadlines so much easier. Speaking of deadlines, this is the perfect setup for the next empowering skill, time management. Even though organization was first, time management is right behind that. Why? Well, there is no being late in the world of payroll. Late submitting payroll? People don't get paid on time. Late filing payroll taxes and reports? The company you work for will now be paying a penalty, and those fines can be steep. Late putting in changes for a person's deductions? Now you'll have to make all those adjustments on the next payroll, and the affected employees will be pissed off that their paycheck isn't correct. 
Late starting your year-end process? Now you'll be scrambling to finish everything in time to run people's W-2s on time. The list goes on and on. Becoming a master of one's time in your personal and professional life is how you get ahead. Become successful and eliminate the stress that will inevitably come from running out of time. Let's move into another one of my favorite skill sets, people skills. I'm sorry, but even if you are the most organized person in the world and are a master of your time, if you don't know how to talk to people and build relationships, then you're missing half of the skill sets necessary to be successful at your job and outside of it. I can't stress this enough. I've witnessed firsthand numerous times individuals who lack the skill set and eventually fall short at their job. It's one thing to be book smart and it's quite another to be people smart. Anyone with half a brain can learn a new task, but it takes time and a real interest in others to be able to build successful relationships. And having the ability to do that gives you a big advantage in life. I've always said that, and it is even on my resume, that building relationships is what I do best and it is the most important skill that I have. And it is. Here's why. Payroll is one of those unique departments in any organization that has to deal with every other department and therefore every employee at the company from the president slash CEO, right on down to the person making minimum wage. The HR department is really the only other one who does this. And I've discovered that people deal with payroll more frequently than HR. For me, I found that one of the most important things you can do is to treat everyone like they are the CEO of the company. Everyone deserves your respect and knowing a person's name makes all the difference. Being able to build relationships with all the different departments in a company takes time and patience. It takes being a good listener and owning your job. These two important things are vital anywhere. Owning your job means the buck stops with you. You are responsible for solving problems and never shy away from a challenge. Let me give you a prime example of this. Recently during the confirmation process for Justice Amy Comey Barrett, one of her former law students, Laura Wolk, who is completely blind, testified on behalf of Justice Barrett. Laura told the committee how she had gone to Justice Barrett shortly after starting law school, asking for some assistance with navigating the bureaucracy of the school. That certain accommodations that were promised her weren't happening, and she was now struggling to keep up with her classes. Laura went on to say that Justice Barrett listened to her completely, and when she was finished, simply said, Laura, this is no longer your problem. It's my problem. And she made sure that Laura had everything she needed. Laura went on to become the first blind law clerk at the Supreme Court and now practices law in D.C. That is what owning your job means. That is what good people skills can do. Guess what else I was able to use and perfect in all of my payroll positions? Drum roll, please. My emotional intelligence. If you didn't have a chance to listen to my kick-ass everyday TV episode this week, you should check it out because it was all about emotional intelligence. With all the stress and the craziness that comes with the world of payroll, elevating my emotional intelligence has been a huge asset. Not only for managing my own emotions, as keeping a cool head is imperative, but being able to deal with others' emotions as well. People come to payroll with all kinds of sensitive issues and can quite often be emotional. For me, being able to read a person's emotions was important because it dictated how I could best respond to them and give them the help that they needed. I could give you countless examples of how an employee would come to me with a terrible attitude, and I was able to turn that attitude around simply by listening to them, reading their emotions, and responding appropriately. It helps you to pick up on subtle cues a person is giving you both in person and on the phone. 
As I said in my video, increasing your emotional intelligence is something that can be used with any relationship in your life, both personal and professional. So take the time to improve yours. It will pay dividends. Just a few more things I want to mention before we wrap up this episode. Being a payroll professional taught me how to handle incredible responsibility and how to put out fires. In fact, let me share with you this quote, funny quote, I recently found addressing the fire issue. Being a payroll specialist is easy. It's like riding a bike, except the bike is on fire. You're on fire. Everything is on fire and you're in hell. That perfectly sums up many of the payroll positions I have had. The level of responsibility has increased with every new payroll position that I've held to the point that it made me realize as much as I loved payroll and was good at it, it wasn't something I wanted to do forever. Not that I mind responsibility, quite the opposite actually, but I want responsibility that I control and that I am adequately paid for. And quite frankly, and if I'm going to be putting out fires, they had better be ones that I start because last time I checked, I am not a firefighter. The more disorganized the company you work for, the bigger and more frequent the fires are going to be that you are putting out, which leads me to this last lesson that payroll has taught me. Be very aware of the company you choose to work for. How a company is managed is so important for the people who work there. Next time you're looking for a new job, ask the person interviewing you what their turnover rate is. Ask them who you would turn to if you had a problem and how problems are handled at the company. Ask them how the different departments interact with each other. Does the company promote activities that really bring the different departments together? And if so, what are they? These types of questions really help to give you a sense of what the atmosphere of a company really is. The turnover rate tells you two things. If it is high, that means people don't stick around and that itself creates chaos. If it is low and people have worked there for years, that tells you that there's clearly something keeping people there but that they may not be so open to welcoming new people. I've experienced both and in between. Look up a company online to see if any employees have left reviews for it. Glassdoor.com is a great place for this. I have purposely avoided applying for certain jobs based on reviews that I have read. If nothing else, you at least have a better idea of what you may be walking into. Okay, friends, I think this is a wrap. I hope you can take away some great skills and lessons from this episode. The world of payroll is complex and never boring. It has taught me some great things over the years, like challenging my analytical skills, being resourceful, and most importantly, growing my people skills. These things can be applied to anyone's career and relationships. I hope you all have a great week. Focus on what you can control, yourself and your reactions to others. And above all, keep your sense of humor and thank your payroll department. With year incoming and a year that I know is making their jobs way harder, they will appreciate it. Be sure to catch episode eight of Kick-Ass Everyday TV while I will share some helpful ways to make working with everyone at your job easier. Have a great week and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. 